Universal Pictures R-Rated Comedy Strays is the presenting sponsor of the Lost Hans and Franz movie, a special Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend miniseries. Stick around later in the episode to hear more about what we thought of the movie. Check out Strays in theaters August 18th. Hey, Conan O'Brien here. Welcome to uh, installment four of the Lost Hans and Franz movie, The Girly Man Dilemma. If you've been following, and I think you have if you're listening to episode four, if not, you're an idiot if if you're starting with this one. It will make no sense. But uh, yes, we are reading a script that was uh, written in 1991 by uh, Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon, Robert Smigel, and myself, and uh, featuring what we hoped would be Arnold Schwarzenegger in the starring role. We'll tell you if that ended up happening or not. Don't Google it. And so now we're, things are really coming along here. I think when we, when we last left, I believe Rolf, who's evil, evil Rolf, was sucking the flab from film critic, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Roger Ebert, and pumping it into Hans and Franz uh, against their will. That old saw. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. Okay, here we go. After coming to his senses that helping others is more important than a career in show business, Arnold saves Hans and Franz at the last second, and the three head to Little Austria for a final showdown. Exterior, Little Austria Town Square, saying, The havoc continues. Four pumped girly men are carrying the schoolhouse. (laughs) Redenbacher is now digging a huge hole like a dog. Horses and townspeople are flying everywhere. Suddenly, Arnold arrives in the Humvee with Hans and Franz. Interior, Humvee. Arnold reaches for the dashboard. We see a button marked impressive entrance. He pushes it. Exterior Humvee. Arnold is ejected from the cab, flipping several times in a tuck position through the air until finally landing feet first in the middle of the crowd. Those that have witnessed this stop in their tracks, they can't believe it's him. Arnold starts pulling the pumped up girly men off some of the townspeople. He punches the pumped up Sonny Bono. God rest his soul. <laughs> Wow. It's Sending getting... him flying into a clothesline where he lands in a little Lord Fauntleroy outfit <laughs> hanging out to dry. Hans and Franz watch from the sidelines standing near a pretty girl. Now it's a Popeye episode. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we are his cousins. Arnold tussles with the pumped John Ritter and Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Hey, if you're listening, get out your late 80s, early 90s reference card. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. You know, his popcorn wow. lives on. Sure, Everybody right. knows that guy. Arnold tussles with mm. the pumped up John Ritter and Orville Redenbacher, send him flying into twin <laughs> baby carriages. We stayed over at his house. Arnold punches the pumped up Paul Simon, sending him skyward. <laughs> He's alive! He's alive! Simon crashes through the base of an airborne plane. Airplane, first class, same. Simon's torso (laughs) sticks out through the floor. A female flight attendant approaches him. Care for a warm towel, sir? (laughs) (laughs) What a revolting development. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, Paul Simon would do it. (laughs) Oh, he would because of Lorne. You're right. Lorne would have said, you should do it, Paul. (laughs) It shows that you're laughing at yourself. (laughs) Exterior, Little Austria, Town Square, same. With the last girly men vanquished, Arnold suddenly notices the clock tower about to fall over as the crowd screams in horror. Arnold begins flexing his pecs over and over, (laughs) faster and faster. Until they are going so fast, they propel him to float upward like a helicopter. So, (laughs) helicopter were Arnold floats, and I want you to understand this, everybody listening, his pecs 
his pecs are flexing so quickly, they have the same effect as helicopter blades. They, they create lift. Arnold floats to the top of the tower and tilts it upright. As he floats down, everyone cheers Arnold. <laughs> he took a shopping for clothes. Franz is still bragging to a, yes. to a girl sitting next to him. Arnold climbs up on the stage as the cheering continues. All right, listen. Do you understand what happened here? This was madness. You can't wipe out girly men. A lot of these girly men are important accountants and graphic designers. Are you saying that girly men have value? No. I, yes. 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 I am saying it. Why? Without girly men, there'd be no muzzle men. No, no muzzle who, who, who do you think made these exercise machines? Girly men. These machines did not just happen. Turning the page, licking my finger. <laughs> These machines did not just happen. Some nerdy girly man sat on his fat buttocks and designed them. That's my Arnold. That's my grandmama. Yeah. We should say, we wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to play his own grandmother. Yeah, so right. Arnold wearing a grandmother's... Wasn't enough. So we were going to say, oh, and Arnold, by the way, we're putting a grandmother wig on you. Yes. <laughs> You're going to Medea it and say... <laughs> That's my Arnold. He Arnold is exultant. He waves to Grandmama. Suddenly, Rolf swings from the Mr. Little Austria banner and knocks Arnold over. Gone soft, Mr. Hollywood. They circle <laughs> each other on stage. The crowd watches anxiously. Welcome to your rap party. The crowd murmurs in approval. That was a good one. Sorry to be the party pooper. The crowd murmurs again. That wasn't too shabby. You're the pooper. I'm the pooper scooper. Oh, oh. crowd murmurs loudly. That was the topper so far. Rolf reaches and picks up a large barbell. Scoop this. Rolf flicks the barbell, firing three giant weights at Arnold. Arnold catches the first two with each hand and the third one in his mouth. He spits it out and speaks. <laughs> Watch yourself. I could very easily stretch your flab so thin I could use it for dental floss. <laughs> you arrogant son of a Fritzenheiser! <laughs> Rolf charges Arnold with the barbell through special effects. <laughs> and trick photography. <laughs> and trick photography. <laughs> I wonder why we had to say that. We haven't yeah, used, as, if, as if everything else can happen yeah, easily. Exactly. Arnold grabs Rolf and actually stretches his buttocks and love <laughs> handles <laughs> into long ropes of flab, <laughs> rapidly <laughs> stretching <laughs> them Thinner and thinner. <laughs> Exterior stage, moments later. Arnold, Hans, and Franz are sitting atop a dazed roll. Oh my God. They are flossing their teeth with his stretched flab. <laughs> so gross. Ay, ay, ay. Remember, fellas, get under the gum. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd cheers. Yay! Yay! Suddenly, lasers shoot out of the sky, narrowly missing Arnold, Hans, and Franz. They converge and form a giant, swirling holographic image that represents Mr. X. Postpone your celebration. The townspeople huddle in fear. Who's that? Oh no, it's the voice guy from the earlier in the movie. You have interfered, and for that you will pay the price. I do not take kindly to meddling muscleheads falling up my work. As Mr. X speaks, pan over frightened villagers' faces, ending on helmet licking a candy apple. Suddenly a damp t-shirt <laughs> fires from the hologram and hovers. Remember this shirt, Franz? Yeah, I 
I sent it to the laundry. It didn't quite make it. The T-shirt flies violently into Franz's face with a loud th- thwap, and he rides in disgust. Oh, the smell! <laughs> The townspeople wince. Helmet continues eating. Suddenly, ten sweat socks shoot out from the hologram and hover. Recognize these socks, Hans? I'm uh, not sure. Small wonder. They've been sitting at the bottom of your laundry basket for months. (laughs) The socks fire at Hans, covering him. One flies into his mouth. Go Many of the villagers are now wearing gas masks. Suddenly, a large jockstrap fires out of the hologram and hovers. Arnold. No, no, not my jockstrap. Please, anything but my... The jockstrap shoots out and wraps around Arnold's face. (laughs) Craziest thing ever written. The crowd screams in horror. This was your idea. The crowd screams in horror. A helmet still watching impassively is jostled by a shocked villager. His candy apple is stuck to a curtain. As he pulls the apple... The curtain is open, revealing a man operating levers. Hans and Franz notice. Franz, look over there. The hologram effects slow down. Pay no attention to the man behind the counter. <laughs> I don't believe it. Hans, Franz, and Arnold start moving toward the booth. The man frantically works the controls. I said pay no attention. <laughs> I... The man turns weakly toward them. He is Jack LaLanne. <laughs> oh, no. God rest his soul. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Jack LaLanne is a 1950s yes. reference. May Jack LaLanne's children also rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> he was oh, a- my God. God, we pinned the whole thing on Jack. La- Even Television. in 91, this was a huge stretch. It was a bit of a stretch, yes. Yeah. In 10 years, they'll be reading it. They'll say, God bless Hans and Franz. Yeah, exactly. God rest their soul. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, all right, so the man Jack- turns weekly toward the man. I'll just explain to anyone listening. Jack Lane was the original fitness workout guy from, from the, the 1940s, 40s, 50s, 50s, 60s. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to substitute Regis for him. Yeah. The man turns weekly toward them. He is Jack Lane. <laughs> Lalane. There you go. That's right. It's me. <laughs> you worthless, hateful piece of scum. How could you? Well, I'm on a, I'm, I can't do read yourself. Uh, pick a secret word, divide a tuck among you. Okay. I'm an old man. I don't have a lot going on. What, what about your infomercials? I knocked those off in an hour. I should have known. You're the lowest form of life on the planet. <laughs> Don't move a step closer, Swalshanaga. Now, after this, we'll discuss our pitch to Jack LaLanne. Yeah, exactly. And, and the line, you're the lowest form of yeah, life on exactly. the planet, would have then been an 85-year-old exercise guru. I think he would have been the first one yeah. to say yes. Yeah, you're, he not gonna he like this, yeah, would, you're not going to like this, Jack. You're not going to like this. LaLanne reaches and grabs Grandma Schwarzenegger from the crowd. He holds a gun to her head. Oh, the old gal gets it. Grandma! Grandma! You vile little rodent! <laughs> I swear to God, at this point, Robert, you and I are just having fun. Having, what, can we say, what can we say to Jack Lane? <laughs> Who's a revered, lovely man. <laughs> well, listen, wait till the next line. Exactly. <laughs> say, ba- say baby, maybe so, but this rodent bites. <laughs> So, Lelaine is accepting he's a vile little rodent. <laughs> he takes the criticism and he puts it right back at Grandma Ma expertly elbows Lelaine in the gut, then grabs him by his head and flips him over her. He lands on the ground with a huge thud, but Lelaine gets up, diving headfirst into Grandma Ma's gut. Arnold moves in to help. 
stay back. He's mine. So that's grandmama says that. Yes. I'm just distinguishing her. Yeah. First Arnold. <laughs> Arnold reluctantly backs off as grandmama and Lelaine viciously go at it, kicking, biting, and pulling hair. It's an ugly standoff until Lelaine suddenly grabs grandmama's glasses and crushes them. With Grandma disoriented, Lelaine oh. kicks her in the groin, <laughs> sending her to the floor, writhing. Arnold solemnly walks over to his Humvee, lifts a side fender, and pulls out a giant pump-action <laughs> shotgun. That's no way to treat a lady. He points the shotgun at Lelaine and fires. Lelaine is hit in the head, producing a giant hole that quickly closes up via, mor mor <laughs> via morph effect, as in Terminator 2. Lelaine is made of liquid metal. <laughs> <laughs> now he says yes to the project. Yeah. A nice try, Swatchy. Now bow at my feet, gentlemen. Come on, everybody bow. <laughs> Lelaine raises his arms triumphantly and steps aboard his Jack Lelaine stepper exercise machine. As the others slowly bow at his feet, he steps proudly on the machine. I am the first. I am forever. Hans and Franz, kneeling, suddenly notice a speed control knob at the foot of the stepper. Franz quickly turns it to its top speed. The lane begins to step out of control. <laughs> I am the stepper propels the lane, sending him flying into the hologram with a loud zap. The lane evaporates into, no into nothing. He's gone. You've killed him. Hail to Hans and Franz. Lelaine is dead. Everyone cheers. Arnold, look, the converted muscleman. Using the morph effect, Bono, Simon, Redenbacher, etc., happily return to their original bodies. <laughs> they are turning back into girly men. As it should be. And look, everyone. The sun comes out. Birds chirp. A rainbow starts to form. The environment. <laughs> it's better. Yeah, it's still deteriorating, but, you know, at an acceptable rate. Yeah. Everyone cheers. Suddenly near the horizon, a large <laughs> mouth forms out of the ground. It is the earth speaking. <laughs> now, who's going to ask the earth to do who's this? Who's doing the earth? You have saved me so that generations to come may also enjoy my bounty. I thank you all, and I know that they would thank you too. <laughs> You're very welcome, earth. I got you this. A bottle of wine with the ribbon on it shoots out of the earth's mouth and lands in Arnold's hand. Thank you. Aren't you going to open it? <laughs> well, sure. Okay. The man at the store said it was your favorite. No, no, it's it's great wine. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Well, I should be going. Thanks again. See you later. Yeah, 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 see you. Thanks, sir. Yeah, Thank you. Right. Right. You're the best. Good You're man. the best. The, the mouth dissolves. The mouth dissolves back into the earth. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. One of my favorite kinds uh, of humor. This feels very Robert to me. Is I don't know. It is is the dryness of uh, the earth opens up uh, and thanks Arnold for saving the environment. Has an awkward conversation. And then there has to be an awkward flat conversation of, I got you this. Oh, it's nice. Well, no. the guy at the store said it's your favorite. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a gift from the earth to a human <laughs> and it's a bottle of wine that Arnold's like okay with like just put that aside I love that Arnold is such a superstar that he has sort of higher status than the earth yes he does <laughs> it's like the earth is trying to but also what the earth what is Arnold's the earth like, nice. if the earth is a player in this what the fuck has it been doing this whole movie <laughs> I know now he shows up and hey, gives some wine I like the conversation he has with the wine guy in the uh, in the uh 
you know, the wine store. Like, how does how does the earth go in there? Yeah, the earth has to go. Yeah, this uh, was before Amazon. This yeah, was before, yeah. before Amazon. Amazon. The earth has to the go. Earth had to go. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for uh, something like in a red. I think. Uh, how much do you want to spend? A uh, hundred's too much, but I'd go above fifty. I just have that. I'm looking for what? What do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger would? <laughs> would like the, the, the earth asking the earth is a reasonable budget that was insane i love that it's jack lalane i'm just thinking of all the studio notes we would have had they would have said the mr x reveal cannot be jack lalane you've got to come up with someone you can't yeah. get the earth it's doing another movie now <laughs> <laughs> the earth is insulted it's a big ebert it's fan tired it, of making fun of himself <laughs> Wow, that was a great actually I, flossing themselves with flat. I kind of understand why it didn't get made. I <laughs> you know I don't know. I see Arnold, now. It was all about Arnold. If Arnold had really believed in it and wanted it. But there would have been a lot of changes. Yeah, probably, probably. I don't yeah. think this would have uh, I think that we would have made many concessions. But you know, also it starts off so Budget surreal wise, and crazy, yeah. and then you wouldn't think it could get any crazier, but then all of a sudden the earth is talking. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely follows a familiar pattern, which is it starts pretty insane, and yep. then that is the low point of, the of insanity, point. And, then, uh, and then it tops wow. it. Yeah. We mentioned earlier this special miniseries is sponsored by the new Universal Pictures movie Strays. Very excited to have Strays as our sponsor. Sona, you uh, and Blay mm -hmm. went to an early screening, and uh, you told me you really liked it. I, I loved it, and I actually am really glad they're sponsoring me because I don't have to lie and say I liked it. I actually really, really <laughs> liked good. it yeah. a lot. It made me laugh. Yes. Blay, what did you think? I loved it. Uh, it it's about uh, Reggie, a naive and eternally optimistic dog who's trying to find his way back home when he meets Bug, a street-smart stray that teaches Reggie how fucking great life can be when you're off the leash. It yes. was fantastic. It's like a classic raunchy comedy. I'm and what are some of the jokes that, that you liked in it? Um, well, there's one where they go to like a carnival and then the fireworks go off and they think they're at war. <laughs> yeah. And then there's just like a really funny take on it. One is like, also they want to be friends with each other. So they just all pee on each other. Yeah, if you pee, so <laughs> pee on something, you own it. And yeah. my favorite part was they do shrooms at one point. And it yes. gets like really trippy. It was super, super funny. It's really funny. I mean, we're not doing it justice. It's definitely, if you just want to laugh in a movie, it's uh, it's awesome. Uh, well, it's not a kids movie. We no, want to point no, out it's rated no, R. Definitely. Yes. All right. Don't so there's no confusion kids. there. Don't pack up all the kids and bring them. <laughs> yeah. But I have heard this is quite a funny movie. Uh, it is from the humans who brought you Cocaine Bear and 21 Jump Street. Yes. It's important to remember. Yeah, so it's great. Uh, these people know what they're doing. And it stars Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, Isla Fisher, and Randall Park. The best. It's a mm -hmm. very good uh, cast. So check out Strays only in theaters August 18th. You got to go to the theater. It's time to go back, people. These dogs don't give a sit. See what, see what I did there? <laughs> Let's see if the earth is the mic drop. Or do we go sentimental? I don't even remember. This is just like a closing song, I think. Like so one of a, This is now... Oh, all about the message of learning to live. Yes. With well, everything has to have a song in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's true. There's this a lot has of many songs. songs, but this one, yes, this was sort of an obligatory kind of closing lesson. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. Exterior, Little Austria. This town's been through a lot these past few days. As Arnold speaks, all the principals and townspeople gather behind him. But we've all learned something very important. Yeah, we learned that Gallyman and Musselman can live side by side. Oh, no! <laughs> no! 
Wait, wait. We talked about this, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. M- Music kicks in. Everyone holds hands. First Hans and Franz's literal garden. Should I just sing this? Yeah. yeah Music kicks in. Everyone holds hands. First, Hans and Franz's literal guardian angel sings. This is the guardian angel singing. I, what was the guardian angel? Was that earlier in the movie? That, that is, is from earlier in the movie. Can you tell uh, us what was the context? Did he have an accent? Uh, uh, it was during when they were eating the letters of the Hollywood sign at a low point. The oh, guardian right. angel came oh, to right. help. And was he just like mm. a Clarence kind of figure? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I and thought. And they, they from, disregard his it's advice. A, yes, right. It's a I wonderful can life. All I, I can eat all I want. <laughs> and you'll understand. <laughs> I can sit on my ass and we can live hand in hand. Then Paul Simon. I can get weak and fat and enjoy a Kit Kat. Then everyone together. Because it's a brotherhood of man and girly man. Gavin McLeod sings. I can eat mint Milano's from Pepperidge Farm. Then Sonny Bono. I can let my ass sag and be free (laughs) of harm. I will think before I pummel. Every loser has his place. Roger Ebert. I can go, go to, to the, the movies, movies and stuff my, my face. Then Orville Redenbacher. I can I let myself go. go to hell while I work out all day. That's a grandmama. Oh. But then, I work out all day. Then Arnold sings. We can, <laughs> dubbed with James Ingram's voice. Yeah. We can all embody <laughs> pompitude in our own peculiar way. Guardian Angel sings. I cannot have a neck and still have a ball. And the earth sings. And if nobody litters, I'm fine with it all. Hans and Franz. It's, it's not, not pretty, pretty to look at, but, but we, we must, must understand. Everybody. The brotherhood of man and girly man. <sighs> so Hans, what do we do now? <laughs> I wish I knew. Amy steps in behind them. Oh, uh, we'll think of something. Amy! Amy! The three of them hug. Arnold approaches. Well, fellas, I'm on my way. Please stay, Arnold. Don't go. go. My place is on the coast. You guys (laughs) want a ride? Hans and Franz both put their arms around Amy. (laughs) Everything we want is right here. (laughs) What? Who's Amy Everything. again? It's like an orphan from earlier, earlier on. <laughs> no. from, uh, so it's not a romantic off. interest. Oh, I said no, it was. sexually. Oh, yeah. it was. Oh, it was okay. a romantic interest. The joke was from that they're Austria. so close that they just have one girlfriend. <laughs> oh, I forgot it was that. Like, it was written in a very innocent way. <laughs> yeah. Out of context, it looks incredibly creepy. Yeah, yeah it looks it's really kind creepy. Of sweet. It looks very Let's strange. Explain. This right. is just sweet. No, one, yeah. no one's sweet. having sex here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Hans and Franz both put their arms around Amy and say, everything we want is right here. Hans and Franz cheerfully hug Arnold. Arnold approaches Grandmama and hugs her. You know, we didn't really get to talk or even stand next to each other. But still, <laughs> it meant a lot to me. Yeah. Take care, Liebchen. So we're we're now getting mad about the fact that they're both played by the same person. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. It's Arnold been, It's been 30 away. some odd years. Arnold yeah. tears up and sadly walks away. He waves goodbye one more time then transforms into a plane. <laughs> And flies away. Yes, Yes, it's a brotherhood of man and girly man. 
aerial shot of the townspeople singing from Arnold's perspective. The Arnold plane wearing sunglasses flies across the screen and waves to camera. The end. Over the credits, we play a clip of Arnold in the Pride of the Yankees remake, in which he hits a homer and rounds the bases, making an Arnold quip to his opponent at each base. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. The movie that never got made. Wow, that was uh, that was something. Mm. Do it again? I, I, I can't. Yeah. Now we have the bonus material. At the time, I remember even as we were doing this, thinking, how would they technically pull this off? But yeah. now I, I think about all the movies, Lego Movie, and and how far CGI has come. You've worked on movies like with Adam Sandler, like Don't Mess with the Zohan, yes. where I know the script had things like you know John Turturro tunneling through the earth. Yeah. And, and then you see it and it's hilarious and it yeah. works. Yeah. But if you looked at it in 1991, you might wonder how you'd do that. I guess we thought all of these things were physically doable with some kind of technology. Well, I just think we thought, was we, available. we thought Practical. Arnold, we thought Arnold could really do them all. <laughs> we were, <laughs> yeah, we were right. so impressed with him. Yeah, could, yeah. We just thought he could do all this stuff. He told us. CGI he told us he machine. could do it. Fellas. That's uh, what really happened. He told us, yeah, yeah, I'll convert into a plane, whatever you want. And then it's, Arnold, here's the script. <laughs> I'm the last action hero bombed. I, I can't do that. Let me ask you <laughs> guys, out of my hands. a question. Did any official person read the script? Like the oh, the Paramount did, people did we get it, what think. were our what was our feedback? I think it was dead <laughs> on arrival because of Arnold, but I, I think yeah. they hated it. I, I think I mean I think I feel like Barry, like the, one of the executives, was like, "This is just ridiculous." <laughs> I, I think. Really? You'd think it's ridiculous? <laughs> I'll ask him because I know him ridiculous. to this day. You do? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah. not going to remember. No one remember. This is oh, 30 remember. years ago. He'll remember. That's all he remembers, how this shitty movie, he was. I know we wrote it. <laughs> we wrote it in 1991. Is yeah, that right? 91. Yeah. But didn't we, it, we reference Wayne's World in it? So I'm confused. Well, like, the sketch this, was cooking. I don't know if the movie was out till 92. Early We 92. might have added that later. May, I, we must have, yeah. 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 To try and get Lauren excited. You but know. I wrote a Western with Bob Odenkirk called Tucson. Yes. And it made the people mad that read it. They're just angry. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was as, as out there as this, for sure. Oh, I, think, I, I, I did think have the same experience with Bob. <laughs> I think the worst thing that can happen is just for people to read it and be bored. Yeah. I think yeah. the it greatest really triumph funny. is to have a studio read, it, read your script and really love it. I think the second greatest triumph is for them yeah. to read it and really hate, hate it. it. Yeah, because that means you've done something. It was it was hysterical. I mean, Lovitz was the sheriff, and I was the guy from Ireland who had only read about the West and was super excited. I come to the town, and Lovitz is up there pleading for his life he, when he ran for for mayor or whatever. And there's big signs next to him saying, "If if I don't clean up the town, you can hang me." And so he's on the noose and, you know, and then I come to the rescue. So I was, you know, in Lincoln right. and was on a train with a high-pitched boy. It was really funny. Super funny. I'm sure. But, and they hated it. Which studio? One guy. I don't know. Probably Columbia. Everything went there those days. I wrote with Odenkirk, too. I wrote a Da Bears movie yeah. with Odenkirk. Da Bears. Da Bears. And, and it was uh, similarly ridiculous. It ended with, like, you know, the Bears entering the Indianapolis 500 with a bus and Ditka driving it yeah, and all this thing. idiocy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they were so supportive. It was through Lauren and Paramount. And this executive was like, oh, I want to read it. Please let me read it. And Bob and I, it was like 160 pages. Let us cut it down. We haven't. I can't wait. I just have to read it. 
And we're like, fine. And we gave her the script and we never spoke. She never spoke that's to us. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the third silence. one. That's the third they one. They hate it. They love it. Or or they'll never speak to you again. I'm going to read it this I, like, weekend. I literally never spoke to the woman again in my life. And but she they was like really close and nurturing it. and supportive. And but they when, swear they're going to read it. We what? went. Robert and I went through a version of this when we did uh, a TV pilot, Look Well, Look well with Adam yeah. West. And we were just mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Yeah. excited about it and we we shot it and we got pretty much yeah we got to make it. we got to make it <laughs> and we got to make it the way we wanted to make it and yeah. we were really happy with it mm-hmm. and we sent it to i'll never forget we were in bernie the legendary bernie brillstein's offices and what happened was we were ready to we were pretty sure it was going to become a series i just remember being i was very certain you were <laughs> i was really sure that and i i was very excited because i was young and naive and this would be you know, around this same time as the Hans and Franz movie. But uh, I remember Bernie Brillstein was telling us this thing's going to be a hit. It's going to be great. And just then <laughs> they said, oh, oh, Bernie, it's NBC on the line for you. And he picked up the phone in yes. front of us. Yes. And then what's this? Because they had just had the screening. Yes. He was like, what's the start? And so we're excited. And I'll never forget, Bernie <laughs> oh, was wearing all black. And he, he got picks so up the, mad. He picks up the phone and he just is like, so what's the good word? And all of a sudden he goes like, well, fuck you. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. What do you mean? You screened it after lunch? No one wants to laugh after lunch. And immediately I saw my future dissolve. I'll never forget that phone call either because Bernie also, he obviously represented Lorne. Mm -hmm. And the other pilot that Lorne's company had going, which was not a Brillstein co-production because Jack Handy wasn't represented by Brillstein, but you were. So that's why it was a Brillstein production. Look well. Was a Toonsis the Cat pilot. Yep. <laughs> Which seems like they'll never make that, right? Because it's like Jack Handy, but uh, as brilliant as he was, like now we're going to put him in primetime. And Rick Ludwin, uh, over the phone, Rick Ludwin's telling Bernie, uh, yeah, I think we, uh, I think Toontis is still alive and we're going to, you're going to fucking take the Adam West thing. Adam is so fucking funny in it. You're going to kill that one. You're going to put the cat thing on the end. It's going to be a fucking bomb. <laughs> It's going to fucking tank. And he's Lauren's manager. He's Lauren's manager. He should be saying great. Yeah, okay. Some good news. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no exaggeration. The, the first time I was with Brad Gray in the office and Bernie's office on the other side, Brad goes, Brad Gray goes, you want to go say hello to Bernie? So we went over to Bernie's <laughs> door and just like you were, all I heard was what you got. You call oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> God damn it! He Brad's was like, maybe we'll come back later. He had a giant, <laughs> he had a white beard and white hair. Big guy. Yeah. Big guy and he was uh iconic. Iconic. He's just the greatest. Yeah. yeah. Just an amazing, yeah. amazing but person. Incredibly charming. We should Absolutely. Say. And no, you know what? I, I love Bernie. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. Bernie had been behind Hans and Franz, this movie, if he had somehow, he could have made it happen. He could have with sheer well, by just yelling. But yelling he did get a lot of shit made. I'm not sure if this is folklore or true, but the, that Lauren maybe wasn't, or SNL maybe wasn't going to get a pickup for 86, and it was Bernie who went to the head of NBC. You got to give the man his dignity. You can't do it like this. I don't know if that's folklore. Did you, you ever listen to his uh, Audible book about his uh, life? What did I do? Where did I go wrong? All right. Yeah. Where did I go right? It's really interesting. When I was over, man, I was sad in my car. I listened to the cassette tapes. Oh, yeah. I still have it at home. But uh, it was it was really good. I liked it. I mean, he was oh, I behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. It's a mean, great story. He was talking about living next door to uh, who was the head of Disney for a long time? Mickey Mouse. Yeah, <laughs> he lived next door to Mickey Mouse. Katzenberg. Uh, no, 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 before no, that, he was... Eisner. 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 Yeah, yeah. 
he said, he, one of his wives, his ex-wives, he was uh, in a big argument with her and yelling and stuff out in the driveway. And uh, Eisner came out and goes, what's going on? You, you, you guys, what's, what are you doing? He goes, you marry her. You marry her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, we got off track here again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little memory lane. Listen, a little, uh, you know, whatever. Those little audio trims here and there. I yeah, you, look at, you look at your team like a, a dog on the set looks to his trainer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm looking over there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I see? I see 12 angry men. <laughs> no, well, uh, they're hanger, all right. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to convict a man unless we got evidence. The way I look at it, <laughs> <laughs> Henry Fonda. What we did, Jack Lalanne. We could certainly do Henry Fonda. Yeah. Well, I, this was a lot of fun. I have to say, I was really looking forward to this, and this did not disappoint. I forgot pretty much all of this. I did too. But I remembered yeah. it being a really fun experience. I remembered that being a really great time in my life. Uh, all of us working on that. And so the chance to to uh, bring it back to life, even in this form, was really enjoyable. It was great. And every time yeah. I go to New York and I go buy that cable car, was it the uh, Staten Island? Roosevelt. Cable? Roosevelt. Roosevelt. I think that's going to Little Austria. That cable car is going to uh, Little Austria. Oh, that wasn't in the script that we read, but it was in the, right? Yeah, yeah. It was in the, it's a, yeah, that's how you get to Little Austria. That's how you get to you Little You get Austria. off the subway. Yes, and, and there's then you a little make the transfer. There's a little, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was even today when I do stand up, if I'm heckled, that's always a good go to. If someone heckles you, yeah, look at you. That's this little girly man. You oh. think, you know, just go to that. That's the only way I do it anymore. How about you, Kev? Do you do it? I don't do it. I don't do You're it. I, I move on. I do. I just, no, seriously, I do. I can't picture him. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't live in the past heckler, like yeah. that, man. I got too much ahead of me. You know? Well, when we've done corporate gigs in the past, uh, this is probably the '90s. We would they dress us up and we go out and do Hans and Franz. Remember it's, the? Yeah, it's sad sometimes. Uh, someone will bring it up. And I go, "Oh, you mean Hans and Franz from the 1900s? I got gotcha, you, man." Like you mean from like thirty years ago? That is that right. what we were yeah, going back to? People loved that? it. There's nothing wrong with that. You, know, you, you listen to me, and you listen good, Conan. <laughs> Hear me now. I know what I said before, but I've changed my mind. i have going back to Hans and Franz. I wonder if Kubrick ever thought that. Well, 2001. They said it was like from 25 years ago. You know, mm. what not I'll do that then. we're 2001, but you know what I mean. No, you just compared yourself to Kubrick. Yes, my favorite. Um, well, this has been fun, guys. I'm going to wrap this it. up. Thank I hope you, you guys. For, uh, Enjoyed doing this much as I did. I love you guys. And I say that not even making eye contact. Love you. Damn it. (laughs) Robert just caught my eye. I know people listening to this, they're thinking, why don't they make a movie about it? I mean, we look the same. (laughs) Arnold kind of looks older. Yeah. But I mean, why not? We pitched it as an animated movie. Aren't you the guy that won't even mention Hans and Franz in a corporate game? No, I said I wouldn't do them. You wouldn't put that on a yeah. you'll, do, you'll make the movie though. I wouldn't do, I'll talk about that. All right, well, I say I think we um I think we open this to social media and ask for donations. Uh that yeah. nothing will make people angrier. Hey, Fun. say yeah. say Kickstarter as Arnold. Yeah. What Kickstarter? It's, it's a it's perfect word. Just get it going. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> Kickstarter. And then we a make a remake movie. of the all-time smash hit holiday holiday classic Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. Thanks. <laughs> Everyone get down. All right, guys. I hope you Thanks. enjoyed that was this. Fun. Thanks, everybody. If you enjoyed this 8% as much as we enjoyed doing it, <laughs> then we uh, failed. Failed you. miserably. Yeah, failed yes. you. All right. <laughs> peace out. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. The Lost Hans and Franz movie. Written and performed by Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon, Robert Smigel, and Conan O'Brien. Additional voice work by Matt Gorley, Sonam of Sessian, David Hopping, and Matt Powers. 
Produced and edited by me, Matt Gorley. Directed by Matt Powers. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Eduardo Perez, and talent booking by Paula Davis and Gina Batista. Subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. <laughs>